everyone, and welcome to Fika for Life. life. <laughs> oh my, gosh. my name is Edward Thomas, my and my co-host is. Lin Lin <laughs> you Lin keep it away. Oh gosh, oh, it's and really late. We have too much it's, sugar. It's late, and this is like a really serious topic too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But we just did a, a recorded episode, and it was just, and we, and our after talk is sometimes we just we just have to let off steam, and we start talking, and it's just really funny. Can't help it. <laughs> and so sometimes it spills over into the next recording. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh my gosh! Okay. Okay. Yes. Um. <laughs> We're going to talk about something where you have personal, ex- very very personal experience. <laughs> yes, I from do. It. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. Uh, yes. And I only just encountered recently yes yeah so um when i was 22 years old my i had my first first child um eddie and he was born on new year's day and on the second of january the doctors came in and on the first i was like oh you know i should know what's going on something's wrong but i don't know what it is did they tell you something's wrong or you no felt no it's just because i was pre-med at the time and I had been studying um genetic disorders and everything in mm-hmm. class mm-hmm. and i was like i know there's something Something's like in my mind going, and I just couldn't put it together. And and I think because we were so young, I mean, 22 and 23, that's like... So like, unlikely. Yeah. And and the doctors had actually asked us if we wanted to have an amniocentesis done. We we're like... No, it's really and we, risky. And, yeah. And, we, and we, actually, we actually thought about it. And the doctor said, well, you know, you could actually lose the baby. And we yeah. figured that, okay, we don't want to take that chance. Yeah. So on the 2nd of January, we found out that Eddie um, has Down syndrome. Mm. Um, and so I remember, like, I always remember it as the doctors, like, they're, like, in, like, in slow motion. So in my mind, I still remember it that way. It's like, your son has Down <laughs> syndrome. This is how you perceived it. Yes. Yeah. That's, I don't know if it really happened that slowly. <laughs> I don't think but so. But in my memory, it's still that way. So it must have happened because my brain is, like, always right. Uh, <laughs> and so... And that started like, um, and we went to the doctors, and the doctors told us that Eddie would never. It's not in net though. No, no, no. So my current, so this is the my sons have uh, their biological mother, um, who left when they were one and two years old. That's crazy. So yeah, and then she's never had anything to do with them since then. Um, I think she's seen them six times since she left. Oh wow! And she hasn't seen them now in over thirty years. So, so crazy, okay. huh? Yeah. Um, but anyway. <clears throat> Um, uh, the doctors told us that he would never know how to walk or eat or do anything. And the doctor actually tried to get us to institutionalize him. (gasps) So put him in an institution, lock him away, which of course... So he would be taken care of. Yeah, and back then, you know, back back in the 50s, that's what they did. And and people died. But he wasn't born in the 50s. No, he was born in the 80s. Yeah. Yeah, so he was born in 84, which is kind of late for the doctors because by that time we had started like integration programs so yeah. it's and it wasn't about race integration means that that kids with down syndrome were placed or in other, classrooms or with other, regular kids yeah or other disabled kids sorry no no it was not no they don't know they just put because only down syndrome kids yeah as far as i know they only did it with okay. well they they did it with down syndrome they did it with some uh, kids who were blind i think yeah but not like deaf kids or like if you were uh there are other other kinds of things that that could happen, but that but they didn't happen. But it's okay, meaning, okay, but okay. It's, if they thought that you could Adept, fit in the regular yeah. environment, because the whole thing was that kids with Down syndrome actually can learn things. Yeah. But my doctor wasn't convinced about that. He was he tried very to get us uh, old I was like, school. I'm like, 
I'm not doing that to my son. Are you stupid or something? I don't yeah. care. He's got Down syndrome, okay? And so, um, <clears throat> and so I went to uh, because because all these people told me I had no faith if I didn't go to the healing line. So I went to church. <laughs> I went in like five or six. I don't know healing lines or whatever. <laughs> like he still looks the same. He's got Down syndrome. Okay. I'm like it's so weird. How would you want to pray away? That's because that's because that's everyone so because everyone thought it was first. Okay, so here. Like, I guess I have to say the bad things too. <laughs> so people are like, "Is it because you? It's because you had sex with a Chinese person? Like it was interracial, and God is punishing you?" Who who told you that? People, black people and that, Chinese people. Okay, okay, from each side. I'll do, yeah. Okay. Huh? Yeah, no, it wasn't like one side. It was like stupidness on both sides. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And then someone says, "Oh, it must be punishment because you had sex outside of marriage." I'm like, okay, it's all this is just punishment. I'm like, okay, there whatever. are way too many people who have sex with us that manage and the numbers of Down yeah. syndrome kids is not that high. No, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Um, so the healing thing didn't, didn't. I don't know if it worked. I mean, Eddie has no, like he doesn't have a heart problem and stuff like that. So maybe he was healed, I guess, in some way. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but then um, um, we had a geneticist and she said, okay, listen, you guys are a young couple. You cannot afford the to care. have me. So, what happens is when you go for your checkups, you call me mm-hmm. and come to my office an hour early and I'll show you all the exercises you're supposed to do. I'll teach you how to do the thing that I get paid to do. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. So I dropped out of college and I uh, quit my job at the to. restaurant. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I mean, didn't have to, but but their biological mom, Christina, she wasn't, she just, she didn't, she didn't bond with the kids or anything. Mm-hmm. It's more so, depression. No, no, she she was abusive. She okay, was, she weird. She was just crazy anyway. Okay. But anyway, besides that, besides, she didn't and, bond with the kid. Yeah, because yeah. her mom really loved Eddie. Mm. So she was like, her mom was like, oh, and she would like, and like her mom hated me. But all of a sudden, when Eddie was born, her mom was like really nice and would always want to watch them, you know, watch Eddie and stuff. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so so Robin, who's the geneticist, um, she taught me all the exercises, and that's what I did every day. I played with Eddie. Um, I did the exercises. We tried because you're trying to get, because kids with Down syndrome have low muscle tone. Mm. And so the thing is, if you can get them to play, then they're going to develop. They're going to get tired earlier. They get tired faster than kids who don't have Down syndrome. But the muscles will develop and you can teach, like, it takes longer. So you have to have a lot of patience. Um, But Eddie learned, like, like he was walking, you know, when mm. he was about a year old. That's normal. He was really strong. He was really strong. Mm. And he was walking and he learned, like, all the things the doctor said he wouldn't learn. He did. So he, Eddie rides bikes. Uh, he plays basketball. He has a really good eye-hand ball coordination. Mm. Uh, he really likes sports. You know, he plays in the bandy bowling, learned to swim, play tennis, yeah. all these different things. Um, where, 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 where we saw, and, and we thought that we had done right with trying to help him with, because I taught the kids sign language first, um, because I knew that you could sign faster, you can learn how to speak. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, and then, but the problem is that we moved to Sweden. So he had, we spent all these years, eight or no, nine years for him to learn and to train English and speak English. And then he had to start all over when we moved here because he had to learn Swedish. So how did so, that go? Um, it went pretty well. I mean, he's, <laughs> so I had to move to, to the States to get my visa and Annette's here with four kids at that time. By herself. And, uh, oh, by herself. Oh gosh. So I mean, think like, Eddie's like, then he's like, just, he might have been, because it was in the end of the year, so he was seven. Oh. And Jonathan was six. 
And then Paulina was a year and a half, and oh, Nicole gosh. was just born. Oh, gosh. But the government wouldn't let me stay, you know, because they they weren't sure that we were really married. For real, <laughs> we might be faking it with four kids. I'm like, okay, stupid. Um, so I had to go back to the States for 18 months. So I'm in the States for 18, 18 months. 18 months? Yeah, before I got my visa. So <clears throat> you didn't see your kids for 18 months? For 18 months. So when I, so when I leave... Sweden, Nicole is just a newborn baby. When I come back, the whole family speaks Swedish, yeah. but not me. Yeah. So I couldn't understand anything. I couldn't understand oh, the phone. Oh, uh, But um, and that's And this is the great thing is by my father-in-law. He helped all the kids learn Swedish. He taught Eddie how to ski. Mm. Um, they, he'd do things with them. So Eddie, like, they love uh, Annette's parents. Yeah. Um, but anyway, but the whole thing was that. So a lot of people feel like, oh, I... I feel so sad for you that you had a kid with Down syndrome. And some people ask, have asked me through the years, like, wouldn't it have been better if you would have aborted him? Because, because that was our, our oh big thing. It's like, like in Denmark, in Denmark, you were saying that, yeah, yeah. that there's hardly anyone, any child now born, born with Down syndrome. Yeah. Because people are now, I don't know, they bought the them. lie and they're aborting totally normal. I mean, yeah, okay, Down syndrome is a genetic disorder. Yes, it has develop, developmentally. Uh, um, so developmentally or something, or whatever. I forgot what it's called now. But but I think also there is a spectrum, <coughs> yeah, of Down syndrome yeah. people. You can have really really bad um, symptoms of this genetic diversity, like you, yeah, heart dis- the, heart, yeah. the heart problem. Like you cannot yeah. walk, you cannot talk, you yeah. cannot feed yourself. You yeah. have because the syndrome means yeah. like it's not just a disease thing. It covers a whole. It affects. A whole range of different things, yeah. but it affects them differently. It, from it can. Yeah. It doesn't have to. No. And then you have people who have the third chromosome mm. because you're only supposed to have two of chromosome mm. 21, but you have three. And some people, you can't even see. They don't even no. have like this eyes, you know, that, no, that, exactly. that physical yeah. appearance. So, and then in Sweden, at least the CUP test, um, the combina- combination test for, for, you take the mother's blood and you do an ultrasound and you calculate the risk of your child having a genetic uh-huh, illness now, okay. but that's only a risk yeah. even if it's a, let's say 60% that's only there is a 60% chance that you might have you might have a kid right. with some genetic disorder right could be could be and then but you still have 40% your kid is totally healthy there's nothing wrong with it yeah so what do you take yeah and why would you and and then what bothers me nowadays is that when did Down syndrome become such a bad thing so that you're not aborting you're not aborting a, a baby because uh, the mother's health is in, in danger? It's not, I mean, the life is in danger. Hmm. The baby's life is not in danger. No. You're aborting the baby because it's not... It has a potential. Well, no, it's, like it's like, it's, it's like it's like a Gucci bag, you know? Because what if you mean? Well, because you have like a, a second... Uh, a second dairy grade or something okay and so if you have gucci bags they're not exactly right then they're downgraded oh, and yeah. they're so cheap or they're thrown away yeah and it's kind of like you look at the perfect. babies like yeah if it's not totally perfect facebook perfect then people don't want to have their kids because of the accessory but you know what's weird? that's and that's what how i think and it makes me really sad but you know what's weirdest though that those things are just like the things you have before the baby is born, yeah. those are just risk. They're just numbers. They're statistics. Yeah. Likelihoods. And for example, in my son's new preschool, mm-hmm. he that's why we started talking about this. And right. um, because he started his new preschool, there was this uh, introductory phase where I also was in the school. Mm-hmm. And then I got to know all his classmates. And mm-hmm. one of them is a kid has Down syndrome. Mm-hmm. So I've 
I've I've obviously heard about Down syndrome and le- read about it a lot and so on, but it's very different to actually meet someone yeah, with is. Down syndrome. Mm. And that boy is is so cute. Like he is way like he's very different from all the other cute kids. Mm. Okay, yeah. that boy he's so like so innocent. <laughs> like mm. like there is no no back thought of no. whatever he does. Like yeah. he wouldn't he wouldn't just go to a kid and just take their toy because that's mine no. he wouldn't do that um and also they are signing in that mm. school because he hasn't that's really good he hasn't started speaking yeah. yet so they are signing everything and mm. they make him so uh it's i call him peter peter mm. you gotta sign sign back what do you mm. want sign back mm. so make him like sign right. because he understands a lot of signs exactly but he doesn't sign so yeah. they try to make him sign mm. um and that that's one thing that i know his parents probably knew that he might have Down syndrome, yeah. but decided that no, we want we want yeah. our child to be born, and then there's another kid who has really bad autism. Mm. What I mean by really bad is that from the outside you can't see, right. but he is really in his world. Like yeah. when you look at him, you can see he's not connected to anything no. around him. Wow. He he doesn't speak. He can only yeah. scream. I think he is wow. four years old. Wow. He cannot talk. Um, wow. like he, he cannot interact with mm. anyone yeah. and the teachers basically only try like they try to talk to him they try to calm him they try mm. to because he can't he can't yeah. communicate it's like right. he's, a, he's in a bubble wow and That's he gets hard. really stressed out by like, like noises and a lot of people Having and too things much input yeah and too yeah. much impact yes, you have the low um, input inside and, and I think that those things you can't you can't see in a genetic test. No. But would you abort that kid? No. But I'm just no. asking like for people who say, Yeah, but oh sometimes people I think they are saying, Oh, poor kid, they will suffer. And mm. I like, how do you know if that kid would suffer? Exactly. Like how that kid suffers? Yeah. What is your idea of suffering? Is it better to so called suffer mm. or you think they suffer or mm. to not even exist? Yeah. I mean, and I, and I think that, I mean, for those people out there, like, um, uh, two really good friends of mine, mm. uh, a few years ago, they had a, a child with Down syndrome. Mm. Um, I actually have a few, actually I have a few friends now with children with Down syndrome. So I really, one of my old friends back up at Schlefto, she had a child with Down syndrome and I didn't know. Mm. And then one day I was looking at her Facebook and we were talking and then she said, yeah, she goes, she goes, didn't you have a child with Down syndrome? Yeah. She goes, yeah, me too. I'm like, what? I didn't know you that. <laughs> and so we, we, and we talked about it. And, and what I find out is that, well, when I lived back in the States, mm. there was more networking between the parents with Down, kids with Down syndrome. Mm. So we would all share like our experiences and, oh, you can get health, this. And yeah. That, yeah. And what he, I find here was that I wouldn't have the same networking. Yeah. Because um, one of the things was that um, usually parents with Down syndrome, kids with Down syndrome were older. Yeah. But because we were so young, there was like a, just a physical, there was like a, just an age disconnect. Gap, yeah. Because all the other parents were all old. And we were like really young. And even when Annette adopted the boys, we were still like, Annette was still in her 20s and I yeah. was in my 30s. And we were just, like we just, it didn't, we never Winged connected. it. Yeah, we just <laughs> Winged did. it. So we did the, and I, and I think like for us, we decided that we would raise Eddie as normal as possible. Mm. I remember once that, um, um, so we had a, reported to uh, social services. And uh, so we had Who a social. Who reported you? Um, somebody called them and, okay. stuff. They, and they, said what? Well, because <laughs> because they felt that we weren't. Uh, 
some people were upset that we didn't make a big deal about Eddie being handicapped. Because we never we never said anything. We didn't tell people. I'm like, he has Down syndrome. He has Down syndrome. We're like, here's Eddie. This is our son. But you can see. I've seen your son. It's yeah. I mean, now, but when he was a baby, people didn't they didn't see it as easily. Okay, okay. And, but, but but then did, why would you go around telling people? Yeah, but for us, we were like, but we just see him as Eddie. Yeah. We don't see his. We don't see him as his handicap. Yeah, he's the only thing he is is his yeah, handicap. Yeah, exactly. And we figure that. We would raise him as normal as we could be, yeah. You know, with with within his own limitations and stuff. So we saw this uh, social worker who also had <laughs> oh a handicap. God. He had like his hand was like all messed up, yeah. And he was like really upset with us that we didn't like point out his handicap. I'm like, dude, that sounds like your. He like we had a big fight. I'm like that sounds like that's your problem. Mm-hmm. You're trying to project whatever parents, whatever problems you have with your yeah. parents. You know, that's your problem. But yeah. for us. I'm like, we don't see him as handicapped. Yeah. He's like, but that's the problem. I'm like, no, that's not a problem. That's your we, problem. <laughs> we see him as just Eddie. Yeah. And we treat him as Eddie. If Eddie has Down syndrome, just like if Eddie had a broken arm or if yeah. Eddie had orange hair or whatever, yeah. all these things are part, part of his him. life. Yeah. But we're not going to, we're not going to, we're not going to limit him because that's what society wants. Yeah. And so, um, and so this guy, he just, I don't know, he was, but then we had to go to court about it. Really? Yeah, yeah. So, but it was, what? It, it turned out okay. But it's really strange. I, I mean, it's, it's not like, it's not like you throw him into a pool, like, swim, swim, nah. Eddie. No, he can already swim anyway. But <laughs> <laughs> No, but uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, it doesn't sound like you were giving him tasks that were over beyond no, his, no, no, no. his abilities no. and always made him feel bad and make no. him fail all the time and... That yeah. is how it sounds like when you tell me that social worker was talking to you. That, that, yeah. that, that is what I perceive. Yeah. Like, oh, you should have pointed out that he can't be thrown in the pool because right. he has Down syndrome. Like, no. 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 It and it was, it was really weird. And, the, and the, one of the funniest things is that, is that Eddie was always the older brother. Yeah. And there was a point where Jonathan sort of developed past Outgrow him. him. Yeah. yeah. But like for the f- like for a long time, f- ten years probably. Yeah. Um, because they would just do everything together. They sort of had their own little crazy language, which I don't understand. How Jonathan understood everything Eddie was saying. I'm like, I don't get it. Okay, whatever. What do you say, Jonathan? <laughs> like, he said this. I'm like, okay. Uh, but and, siblings do though. Yeah, they they have, they, are, they understand. And even, they translate. And, and even like Pauline and Nicole and and Jessica, the girls, they all have their own little weird. I have no idea what they're talking about half the time. They're all laughing. I'm like, I'm just glad they're happy. Okay, whatever. Uh, they're not killing each other. So, uh, but, but I, I don't feel sorry for me. No. And I don't feel sorry for Eddie. Yeah. Uh, and I think that that's hard for people to understand because uh, they're only seeing him as. They're seeing him as handicapped, and so if you're handicapped, that's got to be something bad. Yeah, okay. There are limitations. There are things like he's sterile, he can't have kids, and he really mm-hmm. wants to have kids. Um, but my son is probably one of the most caring people that I, I know. I mean, uh, so when he comes over and visits us, he's always saying, he says, so, how's mama? Mm-hmm. How's papa? Mm-hmm. You know, and... And he and he's very sensitive to how we are, and if we're not, I mean, one day Annette and I had a really big fight, and it really, really bothered him. Mm, and he went to his room and cried. Yeah, you, know, <laughs> you guys that, are like, oh no. And we're like, we are the world's worst parents. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> you know. Um, or like um, last week when Annette had her birthday, and and Eddie came over, and like we're all eating, and then when it's time to like, to clean up the table, he's he just naturally goes, oh, I can help. 
and he'll clean Aww. off the table and stuff. Or he hosts up. He's like, he's like, I'm like, oh, we're gonna eat, Eddie. He's like, okay. He's like, how many people? And I'm like, oh, five. And he's oh, like, okay. He was set and he the counts table. five plates and he counts five spoons and five. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's really fun. And the funny thing is that he thinks I'm stupid. So, because you probably are, <laughs> you know, well, he figured that out a long time ago. No, because he'll ask me something. Sometimes, if I'm not listening, I'll say, I'll say what? He's like, ah, mama, papa, fatting and thing, which is like again, dad doesn't understand anything. So he says it in English, yeah, because he figures that I speak English because I'm stupid. Because <laughs> if I was smart, I would speak Swedish. That's <laughs> so. So that's and that's like one of the funniest things. But he's like. And I'm like, oh, how are you, Eddie? He's like, he's like, I'm fine. I'm like, are you really sure? He's like, always fine. Okay. <laughs> and then he'll say things like, I'm like, how's life? He's like, Papa, you're a nerd. Which oh. means I'm like totally satisfied. Yeah, I'm satisfied. And so he's like, and it's true. His life is, part it's of it has been the, yeah. the quality of life that you can have here in Sweden. Yeah. Um, but he is just, his life is is good. He. He doesn't want anything. Like he's not suffering from anything. No. He doesn't. There's nothing missing in his life. He has everything he ever, he needs. He wants. And yeah. and he's like he's at a point of contentment that hardly anyone else I know is at that point. You know, and whether it's um um he used to have his girlfriend named Ida, and Ida like she doesn't have the physical physicality of Eddie, mm-hmm. but she could read and write. Mm. So I was always like I was always impressed. Like oh. You know, and I always thought like like Eddie. Can but d- she also has Down syndrome. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. So it was so she had Down syndrome, and then uh, uh, Jeanette, Jeanette, yeah, also had Janet. She also also had Down syndrome. Those are this his girlfriends. Yeah. So this is like <laughs> I mean they're the girls that he grew up with, and yeah. he ended up dating both of them. You yeah. Know? And and uh, whereas Ida, she was like really at speaking. She's mm-hmm. good at reading and writing. But she can do it in the physical things. But Eddie and, and Jeanette, they were like really physical and stuff like that. <laughs> but like Jeanette couldn't really speak that well. And Eddie could probably speak about the same, maybe. I don't know. They're probably around the same. And uh, uh, But all these kids, I like, grew up together and it was, and they were just friends. And it was like, it was really nice and it was fun. And, and where Sweden provides those kind of things. And I, and I can't imagine now where Eddie's about to turn 40 in, the, in 15 months. Really? Yeah. What? You're such an old months. son. I know I'm such an old person. <laughs> no, no, you got a kid really <laughs> early. That's why. Oh, is that why? That's how it happened. <laughs> yes, I was into it really early. No. Um and then um um I I cannot imagine that I would be the person I am today without him. No, imagine you would mm. like you said you dropped out of school, you quit your job, like yeah. a lot of things changed because of you became a father so young. Yeah, and it was and it was a lot of responsibility. I mean, I, I think the hardest thing was that when he was he was still in diapers when he was five, I think, mm. and it took us a long time to get him to the point where he was so potty trained that he, and and I think someone has to do with the stress of our living. Yeah, I think that uh, they were because I had to work all the time too. Yeah. So uh, later on, when they got older, when I went back to the restaurant business, and so I think that. Um, so some things I just I didn't know how to do better, uh, unfortunately, and so. Uh, but that was the the potty training thing was like really really difficult, Tough, yeah, because uh, it just it just took a long time and, um, and so there's things like so I had to learn I had to learn to be a really patient person, um, because 
like everything took a lot longer with Eddie. Mm. And then we always had to prepare him ahead of time. We couldn't just say, okay, Eddie, you got to leave the house now. Put your clothes on. No, we have to say, okay, Eddie, we're going to leave the house soon. Get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. Mm. So we have to keep him sort of starting earlier Mm. so he can get done at the time that we needed to leave. Uh, Or that, uh, so he's sort of, he's learned how to read and he's kind of taught himself how to read. Because he taught he, himself. Yeah, because he, he watches TV. Yeah. And then when he's, he saw oh. something, he would write it down. So he would, if he's watching a movie, yeah. he'd pause the movie. Yeah. Then he'd get out a pencil and paper and he'd write it down. And he'd write it over and over again. And the funny thing is, I don't think he can read. Oh, he th- memorized it, you think? Yeah, it's like, it's like the, every word is like a character, like in Chinese. Oh. So every word is a character. Maybe you should teach him so, Chinese. So when he sees the word... When he sees the word car, mm. it's not because he's sounding car, car. No. It's because C-A-R is the character for car. <laughs> yeah. So it's like that. And oh, so, wow. So so he can Best. spell a lot of things and stuff like that. And, so it's, and, it's, and it's so weird. And so when people are talking to him, it seems like he understands everything because he always looks, he's so alert. <laughs> we know he does not understand everything. <laughs> and, and sometimes... You so, say it like that little dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, and, and it's because we went to see a psychiatrist. <laughs> Here in Sweden, you have to see a, a, a psychiatrist. So the psychiatrist, psychiatrist, like, so what kind of what kind of future dreams and hopes do you have? And he looked at me. He's like, why is like, he asking Dab. me? He's like, what is he saying? <laughs> uh, I'm like, I'm trying to think. How do I simplify? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, like I'm like, you work with people with disabilities all the time. What are you like, stupid? <laughs> Why would you ask such a complicated question? You could ask. I'm like, like, so what do you want to like, do? I'm like, so yeah, I'm like, so what do you want to do? Yeah. He's like, huh? Like in the future? Like, yeah. what do you want to do this year, next year? It's like, aha! Oh, uh, I want to dress like Superman. <laughs> <laughs> I want to fly like Clark. I want to be like Clark Kent. I'm like, that's his dream. Yeah. He asked about his future. Yeah. And this guy kept asking. All these weird questions, and I, and I saw this on on the channel four this week. Uh, this guy he went to a school um, to a, a dog live examet, mm. and he's so into his reporting that he doesn't understand. He's not really connecting with. And I was so frustrated. I wanted to throw my shoe at the TV <laughs> and like that's just not how you. I mean, slow so down. So bad journalism. <laughs> slow down. Shorten the sentences. Simplify the sentences. All these kids are gonna are, are gonna connect. They can't express themselves. They can talk to you. You're just... But you have to break it down to You have their, to break it down. Yeah. yeah. And so... Um, but that's what a good communicator does anyway. So you might start off on a certain level. Mm. And then you see the confusion on their face. Yeah, yeah. And then you rephrase. Yeah. And maybe they have still confusion. Then mm. you simplify it until you reach a level where they catch on. Yeah, exactly. And, and, I, and I, I find that a lot of people uh, who've been... In the sort of same category with Eddie, are most of them are pretty loving, kind. Yeah, uh, I think so. Eddie is like it's a hundred percent. What you see is what you get. <laughs> If he don't like you, he's gonna say I don't like you. I mean, it was it was really hard when we're growing. <laughs> There's no <laughs> filter. <laughs> we're in the store, and this lady comes in with a red dress with white fur. Oh no! 
And both the boys scream, Santa Claus! <laughs> oh no, I just want to die. I want to climb underneath the counter and just like bury myself. Hide. And I'm like, it's not Santa Claus. It's Santa Claus! And they're just screaming. And they're so excited to see Santa Claus. And I'm thinking like, oh my gosh, this is so embarrassing. And then one day, my friend came to visit me. I think Eddie was like, four years old and he said he said ah oh you're really fat <laughs> and i'm like but eddie he's like look dad look her stomach it's really big <laughs> i'm like well you know how kids are they say what they say yeah they, they, they don't have any filters <laughs> and i just i just oh i wanted to die and it was like it was always like wacky stuff like that that happened all he was just he's like there's just no filter. They don't. But they're but most kids when they're small they're like that. And then you That's gotta teach crazy. them eventually. Like something you can't say. <laughs> Tell a lie. Better to lie. Lie. Don't say. Not anything. lie, but you don't have to lie. say everything you think. Lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So and I, and I feel like there is. Yeah. Sometimes it, there are things that can be really difficult, and it does take a lot of work. And. But there, um, but. Um, I mean, but I, I feel some, that, I feel that I feel you get back more. So. I think some people would say, or say, some would say, but maybe I'm not ready to take on this responsibility, or they believe they are not. They are saying, oh, I'm not strong enough to struggle through this. You don't or, know that, or yeah, things like that. I didn't that. know that either. I didn't think I was strong enough. I didn't think I'd be a good dad. Um, I didn't. I felt I was too young. I didn't know enough. I didn't know anything about any kind of handicap or anything like that. Hmm. You learn. You you by you doing. man up yeah you learn by doing yeah you just you do the things that you need to do and you and you and you take care of business yeah um and yeah but I think and it's, and it's not the worst thing in the world trust me it's not <laughs> but I mean I mean I think there are several perspectives on it because one is that the parents might feel I'm I'm inadequate like I I cannot yeah. deal with this like neither psychologically nor physically mm. not financially like I don't have the capacity not right. emotionally they maybe feel like they're inadequate yeah yeah I, um, I can see that but I think also that maybe people have the sense of shame yeah. oh you have a disabled kid then what you got like oh it's because you had yeah. interracial <laughs> relations yes. or because you had sex outside of yeah. marriage and things like that yeah. and I mean nowadays it's maybe not I mean, it was unlikely when you were young. I yeah. think nowadays people uh, get kids way older, so right. the the risk or the chances of getting a kid with disability is much higher. It is. Um, it is. And but I, but I, don't I don't think the numbers. I don't think the numbers of Down syndrome kids has gone up though, which means that somehow those kids must. Yeah, people are not yeah. carrying them to term. Yeah, I mean, because it was. I think it was like one in eight hundred when we're when we're in our twenties. But then by the time you get to, I think it's like 35 or 38 or something like that, mm. it doesn't, I mean, the risk increases a lot. Yeah, like exponentially. Get. Yeah, it's like, like, it go, it's like 50% or something like it, that. It, does, it doesn't, 38 yeah. or something like and that. And you're so. the older, like 80%. Yeah. So I'm like, woo. So it's, I mean, it's, and it's, but it's, I still would say it's still not the worst thing in the world. Um, I mean, Eddie is our heart. He is the heart of our, our family. And I just, like, Somebody did something to my son. I, I, it would be really hard for me not to want to hurt them. If someone would hurt your son. Oh, and I, I, <laughs> I oh my gosh. Ooh, don't let me, don't do that. Cause well, I, I, 
I told people mm. because they were not they they said they couldn't believe that I would I would go like crazy on yeah. people if they would hurt my children. They're mm. like, no, you wouldn't like you have no idea yeah. what I'm capable of. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't hurt my children. Yeah, you will. Uh, and I think I'm not a violent person, but it doesn't mean I can't be. I can be a definitely a violent. I know you can. <laughs> That's why I always stand twenty feet away from you because <laughs> when you when Lynn comes with a bitch face, mm. you better go. You run. You go hide somewhere. I do. <laughs> I'm like you. Let's come stand in front of your wife. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I I think that I mean this is probably one of our our more serious topics. But I think okay, so if you're out there and you just realize that you have a child with Down syndrome, or you might have a friend, or you might have a friend. Uh, if you have a friend who has a, a kid with Down syndrome, don't feel sorry for them. Yeah. I mean, the pity part, it doesn't even help any anyway. So don't do not do that. Uh, treat the kid like a kid. Treat it like a baby. Play with them. And you can't hurt them anymore. You can't hurt any <laughs> other kid. They're not more fragile or anything like that. Um, and that if you, you know, my experience is that a lot of, you know, kids and people with Down syndrome just want to be loved. Mm. You know, Eddie just wants to be like everyone else. I mean, I think the hardest thing for us right now is that he wants to have, like I told you, children. He wants yeah. to have. He wants to get married. He wants to have kids, and we're trying to get him to understand that he's sterile, and it's just been a. We have not succeeded in that, in that, and that kind of is really sad because he has the same dreams, mm. the same aspirations like anyone else, but his Down syndrome has also consequences for his life. Yeah, limit you know? him. Guys are sterile. Women. Are not sterile, but they have a fifty. They have a fifty percent chance that of having a child with Down syndrome, syndrome. Or, or not. Yeah. Um, so that people try to discourage them from having kids and everything. Because if um, you have Down syndrome already, take care of a kid that all yeah, has done. Yeah, I think can. that's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot, and it's. And, and one of the things that's really bad, like one of the things I think when we moved Eddie from the city, moved him out outside the city to the countryside, was because teenage kids, kids who are underage, mm. would try to be. And this is in quotes. Try to be his friend, oh. and so get him because he has a he has a ID that he's old enough, oh. so he could go in the store and buy sick. I'm like, what would you? He could buy cigarettes. He could buy alcohol. What kind of sick teenage kids are there? And so there's kids, yeah. So there's Using teenage him. kids that yeah. would use him. I'm like, oh, if I had found those kids, my gosh, I'd be in jugs. I would have slapped me. I would have slapped me some kids. <laughs> I would beat them up. I would make their parents slap them because oh I'm yeah, like, and their parents would get those kids punched. are morally very yeah. so. Off. I mean, and just like I mean, there's there's a guy in our church who has who has a handicap, and I remember like, uh, but everyone loves him though. Yeah, because he's but he's he's hundred percent himself, you yeah. know. <laughs> but I remember once going to uh, to eat at McDonald's when they used to be in in town, and these kids were teasing him, and I remember stood up on the table in McDonald's. You. Yeah. Oh and I God. just said, I said, listen here, this guy's my friend here. And if you make, if you're, if you're going to make fun of him, you know, and he thinks you're, he thinks you're being funny. Mm. He thinks you're being playful, mm. but you're making him say all these bad words in front of people. And then you're laughing at him. Yeah. I said, I said, so why don't you come do that to me? Mm. Cause I'll beat the shit out of you. Woo! <laughs> that big black man said <laughs> something. You better I'm like, run. <laughs> I'm like, so you want to take me on? Cause if you mess with him, that means you mess with me. You want some of this? They're like, no, I'm like, so why would you do that? Why would you pick on someone like that? Are you an, and I said the A word, really? are you an A-hole? Mm-hmm. I said, what? They said, it's a, oh, I'm really sorry. I said, you're not sorry to me. You're sorry to him. Mm. Don't ever let me see you do that again. Ooh. I said, I'll come over and slap the, I said, I'll slap the funny off of you. <laughs> and it's like, oh, okay. good job, Ben. 
And everyone's like, like, you know, the people are like, oh, you think so? I'm like, no, that's just normal. I'm like, because I'm, at that point, I'm not very Swedish. No, I'm not Swedish. I mean, I'm standing on the table screaming at McDonald's no. like a crazy person. <laughs> and even I've seen people like on the bus and I'll just, I'll walk up to people and say, you know, leave them alone. Okay. Yeah. Pick, I'm like, pick on somebody, pick on somebody who can kick your ass like me. <laughs> Sorry, people, I did swear. I mean, sometimes <laughs> it does happen. It doesn't happen very often, but sometimes it does happen. But, but I just, no, but I, I because I think that at some point, when a society no longer can can provide a safe environment, protective for the, for the weakest mm. members of society, the ones that need most help, then society's jacked up. It is people pretty are jacked, jacked up. up. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm like, that kind of society needs needs to be reformed. Mm. So, by Jesus. By Je- oh yeah, of course not by me. <laughs> of course, I wasn't trying to take credit for <laughs> change of society. <laughs> I gotta repent. <laughs> that was a really nice message, though. To people that there's hope, there's encouragement, and yeah, I mean there is. I I love my son, and it, oh my gosh, he's taught me so many things. But but yeah, so so love people, visit your friends. You know, when when people have kids with Down syndrome, it does take a lot of energy. Just watch the kids for them. Sometimes the kids are not hard to watch. They usually just want to play. They're like they're, every other kid. They're like every other kid, they want to touch everything. <laughs> they want to play. They want to have fun. So just keep them outside, you know. Yeah. Just take them out. Let's go to play around. Yeah, it's like get an animal and just like go oh, chase the dog. Okay, <laughs> just run the circles over and over again. So, uh, now, but it's but um, don't let people with who have kids who are handicapped become isolated. It's really mm-hmm. easy. Everyone sort of avoids you because like they, they don't know how to behave around. Yeah, you, I guess. or they're afraid. Um, okay, some people I think it's contagious. <laughs> people are so stupid. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, so that's um, but that's. Um, um, and do whatever you want with your body, but don't. No, okay, no, I'm gonna take that one back. You know what? Don't do if, everything. If you <laughs> if if you find out that you have a kid who's gonna have Down syndrome, or might have, or might have Down syndrome, because you cannot yeah, hundred percent say no. So then might have Down syndrome. You know what? Don't just don't just have a baby because it looks good on Facebook mm. or Instagram. Uh, that's a baby. human life yeah period it's a human life and that life can bring you so much joy more and it can teach you so many things yeah don't throw that opportunity away just because it's not picture perfect yeah Ooh, that was deep too deep <laughs> no. well and this is uh this one of our even though we did start off laughing like craziness um um, and if you have more these kind of subjects, we don't just talk about things that are funny. We also talk about things that mean a lot to us also. Mm. Uh, so continue to write, uh, continue to ask questions, um, and we will keep doing episodes as our listeners uh, keep giving us information and input. Mm. Yes. Thanks a lot, Lynn, for doing this. Thank you for sharing your great wisdom. Because yes. I think it's very different from hearing about it or reading about it and yeah. then have someone actually tell yeah. us about it yeah. first and, and, and don't let people tell you that your kid can't do anything. Mm-hmm. Kids are amazing. It's a, it's incredible what kids can, can accomplish. Yeah. So, All right, everyone. Thanks a lot for watching. And uh, you have a great day. Don't forget to tell your friends and share this with everyone that you know. Yay! <laughs> and you can buy our merchandise too. It costs a lot, but that's how <laughs> you support our program. See ya. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. If you have any comments or ideas, please send us a message to fikaforlife at mail.com. Fika, F I K A. 
This was the Fika for Life podcast with Lin Nguyen and Edward Thomas, and we hope to hear you again.